is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. Your other host, Reyes, is here with me as always. And this is our season finale. It's hard to believe that we made it through an entire season with you guys from October all the way through now to July. We've been grinding with you guys. We're going to talk all about the Summer Sweet 16. We're going to talk about all the teams, break down what we learned. We're probably going to say some crazy things on this podcast. Let's get into it. Okay, big dog. I'm, I promise you I'm going to do my best to not be pissed off on this podcast right now. Hey, you just need to get over it, big, big daddy. If you guys cannot Whoa. tell, this is Whoa, the, the pause, first, pause. <laughs> This is the first virtual podcast that me and Ray have done and like really all season, I think. I think we did one over the phone. But Ray I think we did one over the phone. Yeah, just one over the phone. Reyes has moved out of Camp Verde now. So that's a it's a sad day. It's actually it's scary hours. And scary hours, baby. And he's gone. I just realized this. You don't have the power to push that button anymore. I do not have the power to push that button anymore. I'm a little sad over here, but that's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I said that I'm going to try not to be mad because we've been spending about the last hour trying to figure out this audio thing because it's been a minute since we've done this. But it's all good. We're here. We're going to end off this season, Ray. And I'm just going to start off coming in hot. And actually, before I come in hot, I just want to say this. We talk about the small ball army. We talk about the small ball family, the small ball community. Hey, the small ball family showed out, dude, at the Summer Sweet 16. They sure did. They absolutely did, man. It was great. It was a really fun time and great event. Um, I kinda, I'm pretty sure we'll kind of get into it. But, you know, just shout out to all the fans and the teams that were pulling up and just showing out. It was a really great, awesome atmosphere. Uh, pretty fun weekend, I would say. It was cool, man. Two shout-outs I want to give just right off the bat. Obviously, huge shout-out to Coach Streisick and Phoenix Christian for hooking us up with everything and letting us use their facilities. And huge shout-out to Valley Lutheran for letting us use their facilities. So that was awesome. It helped the event run super smooth. And then a huge shout-out to Fabian, dude. This guy, we didn't think we had enough bodies to run both gyms, but he did clock for us all weekend, and it just helped so much at Valley Lutheran. So huge shout-out to him. Super cool. History teacher. History teacher, dude, you guys, a lot of, you guys have a lot in common. I know, man. That's pretty cool. You guys can be like brothers. I don't know about brothers, but, you know, it was cool, though. It was cool to meet some people, and, and that was awesome. And Hey, you finally met Stacy. And I finally met Stacy, bro. Like, from day one, she's been tagging us and all this, like, Tommy Randolph, Phoenix Christian stuff. So that was cool to see her and to meet some other people. Like, so that was awesome. And, and I do want to say this, too. Like, we mentioned this. I was giving you a hard time for just saying that pull up and anybody that comes can get canes. You know? Oh, like, that was so funny. I know, but I was like, bro, chill out. We don't have that much canes, you know? Hey, we had enough. We had more than enough. But literally. I, I will say I hooked up a couple small ball coaches that were not a part of the tournament. Just because I was like, bro, they're here. It's small ball family. Go get some canes, dude. Like, it's all good. Go get some raising cane. <laughs> so it was really fun. Raising <laughs> It was good. And I really did like just getting to see all the coaches, to connect with them, to connect with some players, with like concession stand people, clock people, everything from top to bottom. It was just a great atmosphere and it was super fun to be around the people you know so i really left feeling like hey it's like the small ball family so for everybody who was a part of the event for everybody who helped to make it go 
man, huge shout out to you guys and thank you because it was it was freaking awesome, man. I, I loved it. It was awesome, man. It was so fun, dude. Um, remember how excited we were uh, Thursday night and when we got to Phoenix and everything like that? We're like, man, dude, we're only a couple hours away before we, you know, get started, get going. And how nice was a 10 a.m. starter? It was really nice, actually. It was nice, man. It wasn't too early. It wasn't 45-minute games, so, so that was really nice. That's some behind the scenes stuff. I just hit a nerve with Ray right there. <laughs> you freaking P worded. Okay, so let's move on here. I'm gonna start off right off the bat by putting you on the hot seat. He's heating up. He's heating up. We are going to talk about every single team that was here at the ASBP Summer Suite 16, but right off the bat. Which team's stock is shooting through the roof right now for you after the Summer Sweet 16? Gilbert Christian. Gilbert Christian. Okay, tell me why, dude. What what are you thinking? What have you seen with them that's just making you all about that? Well, I mean, despite the pretty much the only two losses I've seen throughout the summer, right, and it came from both from one team. It came from Phoenix Christian at Section 7 and Phoenix Christian at the ASDP Summer Suite 16. Um, but throughout that whole just little event that we put on and stuff like that, it was really nice to see just kind of Phoenix uh, Gilbert Christian just play against some different teams and to see how their teams adapt without Keon Talgo. And, mm. man, like, they're just a well-oiled machine, man. They just kind of get after it. Kamari Stanbury, it's just – he's an absolute monster. He's a dog, dude. Like, he gets after it. It was so fun to watch him this weekend, how many pain touches he gets. And how, many, how he just generates offense for his teammates, you know what I mean? Like, he's a very high-impact player. I'm very excited just for his stock to rise as we come into the new season, you know? He's like the Energizer Bunny. He just gets after it, man. He's a dog on defense. Like I, said, I, I love him on offense. I just kind of like what he brings for Gilbert Christian, you know what I mean? Because he, he can bring in that uh, fast-paced transition game, but then also he can slow it down, get him into their sets, and just run the offense if needed. Um, Coach Jason has a lot of tools, and we even see Gilbert Christian's big man. I mean, we saw one of them, but the other right. kid that was at like the six, six eight, six nine kid, whatever how tall he is, you know what I mean? Right. He wasn't there, but I'm curious to see with him there and everybody else there. I, I mean, dude, they're they're a freaking force to be reckoned with in the three A for sure. So let's talk about Gilbert Christian for a second. We can start with them, right? Since you brought them up, let's talk about their defense. Because to me, that was the most impressive thing. I was talking to Coach Jason, and he said that offensively, he's been letting them kind of flow and kind of find their rhythm with each other, which I love, especially in the summertime. I think it's awesome. But let's talk about their defense, because I was extremely impressed with their defending. So when you think about it, you have Kamari Stanbury, right, who can get up and guard your best guard anywhere. I'm not even just talking small ball. Like, you put him on a point guard, and he's going to dog them. He's going to give anybody problems, right? So he could play at any level and be an impact player on defense, especially, like, in the full court, 94 feet and everything. And he had that nice highlight reel where he got a steal, threw it behind his back, and then uh, oh, and got a dunk. Olsen went and got a dunk on it. That was really nice. So, I mean, we talk about him, right? We talked about a lot of coaches in their region this summer. We talked to them. And one of the standout players that they looked at to make a big jump this year was Kamari. So I think he's already leaning towards that. And I just, I love, I love his attitude because it's very different than the rest of Gilbert Christian, 
right? Like on every team, you need that one edge player, right? Like who's just kind of like, you know, he's your junkyard dog. That's Kamari, you know? He can kind of talk a little bit. He can mess and rough some people up. And and he does that, and it helps v- uh, Gilbert Christian so much. So, I mean, you got him on defense, right? You have their other point guard or their other guard, Logan Lucero, number three. He's going to be hey, a he can shoot the lights out. He can shoot the lights out. You know, it's funny. He actually reminds me of a bunch of guards from back home that were playing at, like, the bigger, like, 6A, 5A schools or whatever. Like, they, they were all like him. Just really sharp handles sharp passes they can shoot the ball they play defense they're just in the right spot in a lot of times you know so i'm looking for him to make a big jump too which is really cool i think one of the kids who i was most impressive these two um lapemi amelli which is a super fun name to say but he's their big who was there how, how tall is he like six three no he's a little bit taller than that you think like six four six five i think like six five okay I, I'm just saying, this kid on defense, bro, like, he The gets, way he disrupts shots, he, he, I think, he's, is he's the almost, biggest thing for me. Well, and I'm not even talking about in the paint. I'm talking about, like, up a, like, in the... On the, on the perimeter. On the perimeter, you know? Like, he dogs... I can see you up. He's kind of like Kamari, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're very similar in how they defend and their mindset and that. So I thought that was really cool. He really showed out to me this past weekend. Like, I, I saw a lot of things from him that I felt like he's taking a big step this summer. He's going to be a big impact player. He didn't average much last season. I think that's really going to change this upcoming season. And then the other one is Jace Olsen. I mean, this kid is – I was sitting next to somebody, and they said that he is like – he looks like your, your stereotypical, like, athlete from a high school movie in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, he does. Are, is that is that's right? You know what I'm saying? You know, that's he's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, he's like six three. He's filling out. You know, like he just looks like your jock from like a high school movie. You know, whatever. But man, he can play and he can shoot the ball. He can defend. He, I mean, honestly, like he was he was given a tough task in that Phoenix Christian game where he had to guard Tommy Randolph. I mean, that was tough. You know, but I mean, I thought he did a good job. Tommy Randolph hit some tough shots, but like he's a great defender. I love how he plays, and I think Coach Jason has a really good core of kids right here. You know that that are going to be able to make a lot of noise. I'm not even talking about Talgo. You know what I'm saying? So there's just a lot. Gilbert Christian's deep. I like that man. I think they are a standout for me. I'm glad you said that too. And like, it's not that we're not mentioning Talgo for having a breakout season, but he's been doing this. You know what I mean? So that's right. why it's not really much of a highlight. You know what I mean? And that's sure. no disrespect. It's just, you know, he's just been consistent. You know what I mean? He's just been that dude. And, you know, Coach Jason, we talked a little bit afterwards and stuff like that. He's very, I mean, obviously, besides Olsen and Kamari and the big and a couple of other guards and Lucero and all of them, like, he's very excited for their upside. Like, he's very excited for Talgo and just what he's going to bring just because. That day, too, they weren't there, and they won both their games. They beat Ben Franklin. They beat Bobo. And we'll get to Bobo in a little bit because I know that's yeah. probably one of the funnest, funner conversations. Um, but I'm super – because Talgo's been getting a little bit bigger. Coach said he's been in the weight room a little bit, and he just hits tough shots, man. He's yeah. just a gamer. Um, but overall, as far as Gilbert Christian, what they have as far as, like, their core five, and then those role players on the bench, man, they got something there. And like I said, I know I already repeat myself, but they're definitely going to make some noise in the 3A for sure, top five team. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, okay, I know you're probably not going to ask me the question back, but let me tell you which team stock is shooting through the roof for me because there's two. There's two? I, I got, guess. I, I got two. Go ahead. Give me a guess. 
Um, I think you're gonna say Heritage for some. For, for Heritage is one I feel like in Palo Verde. I could say Palo Verde. I'm gonna say some stuff about them. Dude, but, let's, let's wait for them because that dude. We would wait for I them. I know, I know. There's a lot of really fun stuff to talk about. We may have to even split this episode into two episodes. Maybe who knows? You know, season finale part one, season finale part two. But you know, for me, there was two teams. Uh, the first one, Cicero Prep. Okay. Oh my God! How many times have we talked about them throughout this weekend? Yeah, I know. So the coolest thing to me about Cicero Prep is they showed up. You know, obviously Cicero Prep from the one A. They pulled up and they were the first game against ALA West Foothills on Friday. And I just got the sense from their players that some of them were a little bit nervous. You know, it's an early morning game. So, you know, like you're waking up the muscles and everything. You're playing a big 3A. Right. You know, we talked a lot about Yurkowski and all that. But there was a couple other players that stood out to me, too. Their first game, they didn't have a great showing against ALA West Foothills, but watching their first game, and they played five games for us this weekend, so a huge shout-out to them. That's another thing. Coaches were so down to play extra games, and which was awesome. It was super fun. But they played five games throughout the weekend. And when you look at their first game compared to their last game, their improvement was crazy, dude. Like, through the roof, over just, like, four games. You know what I mean? Like... It was crazy. There was a couple kids that really stood out about Cicero Prep. You know, a little bit about Cicero. They In the 1A, they're going to actually have some really good things to do, some really good tools. I think it could be scary hours there. They sat back and played a zone a lot, which was great, I thought, because they have a lot of size. Not really, like, super tall kids, but really girthy, you know, like like long kids or whatever. Pause. <laughs> Stop, man. But they have, like, some really good size, especially not just, like, for the 1A, but they have some good size for for the small ball, you know. So they play that zone. They're big and they're long. If you're going to play against them, that you have to be able to shoot the ball well or be able to get it into the middle. A lot of the teams that they played were able to do that. So, you know, it, it they caused them problems at times. But when you think about playing in the 1A, like, that's going to help them a lot, you know. Um, Yurkowski is, is a leader in the timeouts and everything. I saw him like really trying to help get kids organized about where they should go, especially early on. But there were two kids that really stood out to me other than your Koski. It was Jake Coe, who's an incoming freshman. He was, Oh yeah. I felt like he was kind of nervous at the very beginning, but then when I saw him play like game three, game four, game five, I was like, bro, this kid is like different. Like he was aggressive. He was attacking the rim. The kid can shoot. So I'm looking for him to really he's about like six one, you know. He's a good athlete. He has he's got a good body too. I just feel like he's gonna grow and continue to improve. I liked him wow. and I liked his shot and everything. Stop saying pause. Um, but I like Jake Coe, an incoming freshman. And then number two is Edge Conway. He if you looked at the scores on Instagram, you saw that, you know, there was there was quite a few um we posted a bunch of stuff all at once, but uh, Thatcher did have a great game against Cicero Prep. Cicero Prep won by like two, I think, at the end. And a lot of it was Correct. because of Edge Conway. He had some tough shots there. He really made some great plays. His brother, I think his name is Ridge Conway, too. But they're both just really good athletes that play pretty well for Cicero. I think as they continue to get better... I just think they're going to be they're going to have some stuff to say about the 1A which is super cool. I didn't even mention Yurkowski cuz he did some good things uh in the tournament as well. So I love Cicero Prep. I think that's super cool. Is there anything else you want to say about Cicero Prep? Yeah, I th- I thought they really worked really hard on defense and stuff like that. Obviously the offense will come. I think they're all just kind of 
trying to kind of figure out, figure each other out. And, you know, shout out to your Koski um, for just helping them out. You know what I mean? It, you mean, you can get frustrated because, like, some of your kids just don't know the offense or whatever the case is. You can get mad at them and just be like a diva. But, no, he was encouraging. He was trying to help his teammates out. And he just tried to, like, you know, he didn't try to do it all by himself. I mean, some games there was, like, spurts in the moments where he tried to do it all by himself, but he just couldn't. You know what I mean? Just because, like, that's yeah. just not how it's just made to be. But, I mean, the, but Yorkowski, I mean, he's like a 6'3", six, 6'4", six, kid. I say six three, um, pretty good athlete. Uh, he can shoot the ball. I mean, he can do a lot of things, and it really surprised me. And it was really good for me to see him play against uh, a lot of bigger schools. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that was so good for me to kind of see the him in that light and just know that he's able to compete. And I think what Cicero stock rising, and for them in the one, I mean, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Now, like I said, we've talked about them in the past season. And they had a lot of ups and downs. So I'm hoping they can be a little bit more consistent yeah. and just kind of ride the wave. Because if they can do that, man, I'm telling you, they could be a team to beat in the 1A for sure. Well, and I think the key for them is going to be injuries. Yes. You know, if they can stay healthy, I think that'll really help their consistency as well. So, so huge shout out to them. For me, their stock is through the roof right now. And then another team that is through the roof right now. ALA. What? Oh, Lutheran? Arizona Lutheran. You always – hold on, hold on. Can we talk about something real quick? Yeah. You always say that. What? You say ALA Lutheran? Lutheran? I know. I'm so sad. So, so you're like, saying Arizona Lutheran Academy Lutheran. <laughs> dude, I get that, bro, but, like, shut up. <laughs> it's ALA. You got it, big dog. So um, can I say something crazy? So I'm going to take over real quick. Go ahead. No, no go take, so take go over. Ahead. Say what, what do you want to say? I don't want to say anything. I just wanted you to say something. ALA is going to win the championship in the two A. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm not. Like I am, but I'm not. Like so. Okay, when you think about the two A, which teams have we really focused in on? Well, we talked about your boys at Santan, mm-hmm. Highland Prep, and Phoenix Christian. I mean, th- those are really the three that we look at, right? And I think that that's fair. Those are those are probably the three three of the best for sure teams. You can make an argument they're the three best teams in the small ball. But after this weekend, watching ALA play, they're going to have a legitimate without shot. Steph, without Steph and with Steph, but without him as well. That second day, they're going to have a legitimate shot to win the two A title. Like I'm just tell, right here, sitting in the studio. It is freaking what's the day? It's Thursday, July the sixth. And I'm just telling you right now, I would not be surprised if we saw Arizona Lutheran in the finals at all. Like, I would be like, oh, that makes sense. They're they're amazingly coached. They have all of the shooting that they need. They have great guard play. Their guards have gotten better. They have some size with Draper. Now, they're lacking in size, and that's kind of like their biggest, I think, thing that they need to, to think about moving forward. But you know what I loved this weekend? Their defense. They full court press like most every single game. They get after it, man. I'm just saying. And I loved it. I, what's a hey, what's the guard's name besides Iron Shell? Not uh, not Luis. He's a, dude. He's a freaking dude. He's a he's a stud. How fast is he, dude? Bro, I don't know how fast he is. Dude, I was watching him against um Paulo Verde and stuff, man. He just got after it, and then I watched him against Heritage Cat. Dude, he's just all over the court. I know he's a dog, but in a very controlled way. You know what I mean? I know, he can shoot the right. ball. 
And what he's able to do in the lane, I think, is really special. So I really like that game. Um, yeah, he was just tough overall and stuff. But I'm talking about the other guard. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, he's a little bit stockier. I think he's about, like, I don't know, six, six, like six, one maybe. Uh-huh. But he's, like, stocky and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. guard, yeah, pretty athletic. Bro, he guards like their best defender, man. He just gets after it. it shows no emotion whatsoever. I know. Um, but just an absolute dog. And and to me, we, we've talked about this before, right? If your greatest weakness is your size, right? Like your height. You play against a Phoenix Christian, right? You play against uh what's it called? Um, a Highland Prep. You play against the Santan Charter now because they got some size too, right? Newly acquired. You have to be able to, at times, dictate the pace of the game and get after people in the full court. So that way, it's not a half-court game. It's a full-court game. They have the quickness. They have the athleticism to play with all of those teams, especially play with them in the full court. I'm just saying, seeing them pressure and, like, Coach Meyer being super intentional about that, I'm like, bro, I'm just saying, Coach Meyer, he's like a legend, bro. He's a legend, dude. A, a deep, He's like the two-way hog. He uh, kind of, he kind of remind me of each other a little bit, but he, very similar. He is. He's a defensive coach, defensive-minded. He's great with game planning. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be shocked. You know how last year we saw Highland Prep upset a Santan Charter. I would not be shocked if ALA is pulling an upset on somebody in the postseason because I just think they're that good. So I say that ALA is still not my favorites. ALA is I wouldn't be shocked if they won at all. And I'd be super pumped. Are they your, to see them. Are they your dark horse? I mean no, because I, I don't think they're a dark I think calling them a dark horse is a is a uh, disrespectful to them. Yeah, like they're they're in it. Like they're one of the top teams. You know what I'm saying? Like So they're a contender for sure. Oh, absolutely. They're a contender. They'd be right there. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call them a dark horse. But yeah, I I'm my stock is through the roof on ALA and Cicero Prep. I think more so with ALA though. I think I think that they got some really great stuff cooking over there, man. It's gonna be scary. They it's... got some great stuff, and Iron Show just keeps getting better and better. And it was so funny because remember we were talking to somebody, and they're like, "Hey, is that Iron Show kid here? Isn't he supposed to be like a really great shooter or something like that?" And then like literally like three seconds later, he like hit the corner three, just run around the whole base, takes over the baseline, just runs, spots up, and just drains. It. And they're like, "Oh, yep, it's Iron Show." It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Just a sniper. Just a sniper, dude. So it's awesome. So those are those are three teams for us that their stock is shooting through the roof after the Summer Sweet 16. And we say Summer Sweet 16. It was really the Summer Sweet 13 because we had some teams pull out at the last second. But let's talk through the rest of these 10 teams. And uh, let's just let's let's give them some love, man. Let's talk about what we saw and let's just talk about like some big stuff. So how we're going to do this and we're going to snake this thing. Okay, so Reyes, you can start and then I'll go next. You're just going to say a team and then we're just going to talk about whatever we saw from that team and just kind of, you know, some positives and things like that. So go ahead, Reyes, who you got? Uh, Let's start with Ben Franklin, actually, before we get into some other teams. Let's go Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin, dude. How much of them did you get to see? I was able to watch them against um, Phoenix Christian. I was able to watch them against, I think, oh, and Paolo Verde. Okay. There we go. Paolo yeah. Verde and Phoenix Christian were the two games I was able to watch them. I was able, I wasn't able to watch them play against Bobo, and I wasn't able to watch them against Gilbert Christian. But I like what I, I like what Ben Franklin kind of got going on over there. Um, they got they got a really tall, like lanky kid. 
He can shoot the ball very well. He's pretty athletic. Don't you disrespect um, him and not say his name, bro. Come on now. I forget his name, dude. I'm sorry. That's big Kyle Mott that you're talking about. Kyle what? Kyle Mott is his name. You cannot disrespect that kid and not say his name on this podcast, bro. The kid's a stud. He's a gamer, dude. He can hoop. I didn't say man. he wasn't. I didn't say he wasn't. Can, can I, if I could describe this kid in one word, I would describe him with a uh, bag. Oh, dude, he's a D-bag. I sure. just felt like he was in his bag almost every single game, bro. Like, he was going off. And we, we talk about uh, Ben Franklin, and we always say the same thing, which is, is accurate of them, and we saw that this weekend. Really well coached, very disciplined kids who are just really fundamentally solid. But we don't really talk about Kyle Mott that much. So I was super pumped to see more of him this weekend because the kid can hoop, man. No, he gets after it. So I, yeah, I like Ben Franklin. Um, I think they finished two and two overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they finished two and two overall. Um, they lost to Phoenix Christian sixty-one to forty-five, which is actually fairly close, honestly, considering. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah. And then Gilbert Christian was able to take it to him a little bit. Uh, but they beat Bobo Quivera, and, and then they uh, – oh, actually, they went one and three. Whoops, sorry about that. I thought they beat Paolo, but I forgot Paolo went undefeated. Paolo. So all the smoke tour continues, and we'll get towards that. <laughs> um, I want to cover them last just because, like, dude, it, it was such a great time. Uh-huh. Um, but, no, yeah, like, really sound guard, very disciplined. Like, I like what Ben Frederick has kind of brewing up, and I think they did, they did a great showing at the ASBP Summer Sweet 16. I'm really excited for their upside towards coming the regular season and everything. Especially in that South region, man. Like, um, they'll be able to make some noise for themselves. I think Ben Franklin's not in the South. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. They're they're with Coolidge and everybody. Right, but that's not the South. That's the South. No, it's not, bro. Is it like the South Central? Um, I don't think so. What What's that region called? Uh, let's see here. Let me let bro, me you check. Don't Bro, you don't even know, dude. I know, I know it's not the South. When you say the South, it's like the 3A South. Isn't it 3A South Central? I mean, it's the South Central, yeah. Well, okay then, you freaking idiot, dude. <laughs> well, you said the South. That that implies Bro, the South. Bro, you know what I meant. You know what I meant, I didn't dude. know what okay, you meant. So, so is, that what hey, is that what we're doing <laughs> today? We're meant. just being really literal today? I'm sorry. Bro, bro. you're a freaking joke, dude. Yeah, my I hate fault. You, dude. I do want to say this, though. What were the games that they played against? They played against... Uh, Bobo? Bobo, Phoenix Christian, Gilbert Christian, and Palo Verde. So they had a pretty they had a really good schedule. So I think it was one of those middle games. It might have been against Gilbert Christian. It might have been against Phoenix Christian. Kyle Mott had at least forty points in that game. Which he was literally I think you were at the Valley Lutheran gym when that was going down. But this kid was going crazy. Threes, driving to the rim, tough shots, pull ups, like everything. He was doing it all. And the coach came over to me, and he's like, hey, are you, like, keeping, like, stats, stats? And I was like, no, I'm just keeping score. And I was like, bro, I don't think – because I think they had, like – I don't know. I think they had, They like, finished with 70 against Gilbert Christian, so it had to, been, it had, to have been that game. Yeah, I think they had, like, 50 – like, five points when he asked me. And he was like, I don't know that there's 15 points anywhere else other than him. Like, he, I think he's got, like, 40 and it didn't surprise me. So this kid was really in his bag. He had the whole crowd going crazy with some of the stuff that he was doing. So that was a lot of fun. I'm really excited for them. And especially when you think about Kyle Mott, dude, last year, he's going to be a senior this year. Last year, he averaged seven points per game. 
So the things that he was doing, he is much maybe just the absence of um, of Malachi and of uh, Jimenez. I think like the absence of those two, maybe it just gives him more room to operate, you know. But I think he's also just improved a lot since then. So I'm really excited to see his jump going on. Hashtag I agree. Um, okay, let's hold on. Move hold on. on. Let, let me let me throw you one, okay? Because I'm sorry, bro. I just can't wait. Palo Verde, bro. No, dude. Come I on. I can't wait. wait. Please, I just want to talk dude. about these guys, bro. I know. I want to talk about the like. I'm like saving like the best, like not like this is the best for last. But you know what I mean, dude. It was so funny and so fun to finally meet him like in person. You want to talk about them now? Let's just do it, bro. All right, bro. So Palo freaking Verde from the Dirty T, dude. Shout out to the Dirty T. Uh, for those of you guys who know the Dirty T, you know. Um, dude, I mean, we gave him a pretty, we gave him a good schedule, man. I mean, let's just kind of go through it. We gave him West Foothills, we gave him Thatcher, Ben Franklin, Lutheran, and Cicero Prep. ALA Lutheran? You're stupid, bro. <laughs> You're stupid, bro. I'm sorry, man. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Um, dude, well, first of all, <laughs> Coach Smith over at Palo Verde, dude, he is a character. He is funny. Like, he is funny. He is so funny. Like, <laughs> like you take him away from the sidelines and you're just talking with the dude. Like, he's a very great, genuine guy. But, man, he is so funny. He was cracking me up all weekend. It was really great to meet him. But, dude, just, like, he is, like, almost like the definition of, like, small ball of, like, he was just, like, a – it was so funny. You see his team and you're, like, man, like, this is literally just small ball. Like, yeah. they had kids Friday and then some of the kids couldn't come Friday. And so he he brought like, another, I think he brought like another kid or something like that, but they're just small, and you know what I mean. They're just shorthanded a little bit, dude. But the way they the way he got his kids playing, man, they got him playing at a high level. He had some very good guard play. I wish I don't know if you got his one of the guards' names, Cameron um, Pippen. Cameron Pippen. Mm-hmm. He's like a sophomore, right? He's gonna be kid's a sophomore, a dude. Can, can we like? He, he's a stud. It was funny. We're watching him dribble, and I'm like, bro, it's like an N1 mixtape, you know? Like, he's like, I, I'm going to call him hot sauce from now on, you know? Like, he just literally sizes kids up. Nobody can stay in front of the kid, dude. Like, he's great. And he's stocky, too. Like, he's strong, and he's so young, bro. Like, Cam Pippen will give he's anybody young and the fearless. Word. They got another guard. He's a Hispanic kid. I forgot his name, too, but he can shoot the ball really well. Mm-hmm. He's a dog on defense and he crashes the board super hard and then they're big like i said he does a great he does a great job disrupting shots i like what palo verde gets going on and he said that they're missing a couple kids which a lot of teams were right but a lot of teams let's just call it what it is i know teams were missing kids and stuff like that but a lot of teams had their core guys can we just talk about that sure yeah that's fine that's fair i think that's just fair to say and stuff like that but dude um palo verde went five and oh dude there was a little bit of action going on against him and them in west foothills there's some action going on with them and lutheran and stuff like that um he's just a character man he was really funny and then he comes up to me after ever after every win all the smoke tour continues <laughs> and i was like what does that even mean <laughs> and then he came over and he finally explained it and so it was super just great it just kind of and like just his energy he like he matches everybody's energy dude yeah, so it's like yeah I like what Palo Verde's got going on with it. And a lot of people don't know about them, obviously, right? They're from the Dirty T. Um, I mean, you think of Palo Verde, I don't even think people really knew besides maybe Thatcher, honestly. Right. And so people probably just wonder, who the heck are these guys? You know what I mean? And then, you know, they lose to them and they're like, oh, shoot, well, now you know, right? And so I think Palo Verde is going to shake a lot of things up in the 3A. 
Um, they could potentially be a dark horse. Um, I think that's kind of safe to say. I'm not going to say they are my dark horse, but I'm saying they could be. They have the potential to be one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very excited for their kind of for their stock to continue to rise for me as we hit the regular season. So what can you can you enlighten me because I didn't hear about it? What is the All of the Smoke tour? So it's just pretty. Much, I mean, he's just a very like charismatic guy, and like, um, what I'm trying to think of a word that really just kind of describes him too. Um, so pretty much like say, it, I mean, he'll he'll chirp at you. Let's just say he'll chirp. If you chirp, he'll chirp. You know, it, it goes to it's a two way street. Like he'll give it back as much as right. you can dish it. And so pretty much, if get if some games get heated and stuff like that, like he does really well in the pressure in the heat of things. And usually if he comes up on top, it's just like, you know, all the smoke. We want everybody, bro. We came here to, you know, put a stamp and make our name for ourselves and stuff like that. And so <laughs> after some really good wins against some pretty good teams, um, he was like, man, it is what it is, bro. But all the smoke tour continues. That's all he kept saying. It's just pretty much saying, like, hey, dude, like, just give us whoever you want. I love it. I love it, dude. That's great. Like, he, they just don't care. They, yeah. These kids are just fighting just to, you know, just to prove something. You know what I mean? And, like, I think they did. You know what I mean? They proved that they're a very solid team. In the three and in small ball in general. And and I do get the vibe from him, and, and we talked a little bit, that they play for respect. You know, not even necessarily. Obviously, you oh, want yeah. to win, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you play for respect, and you're trying to earn people's respect, you're going to win. You know, and that's, Absolutely. That, that's what comes through with them. And I think that Coach Smith, his whole, like, persona is contagious – with the kids, because I feel like they all kind of have that as well, so I love it. Some kids that they have that are standout kids. You got Blackburn that's coming back. He Last year he averaged 13 points per game as a sophomore. You have Cam Pippen, who I think, if I remember right, he was like first team in the region as a freshman. He averaged nine points per game as a freshman, so he's coming back. Um, five rebounds, six assists, and three steals, that's bro. Tough. Like three steals as a freshman, dude. Like that's crazy. You got Martin, who averaged 20 points per game. Uh, he's coming back as a senior. Um, you have also Porter coming back, average four points per game. He's going to be a senior. You have Ortiz coming back. I think that's that kid that you were talking about. Average 11 points per game. He's going to be a junior. Um, he averaged seven rebounds per game, which is really good for his size, and three assists per game. They share the ball pretty well. And then uh, Powers coming back as a junior. He averaged four points per game. So they have a lot of kids coming back. I'm going to say something that's not crazy. But I'm just gonna say this: Palo Verde is winning the South. Whoa! Palo Verde is winning that South region, bro. And you can't tell me anything right now that changes my mind. You know, the Thatcher has some kids that could potentially say something about that, or no? Oh, they for sure do. I'm just saying, my pick is I'm going with Palo Verde all the way. You go with Palo Verde. Palo Verde. I'm gonna leave it. I I'm gonna leave it unanswered right now. I have a. I got seen the regular season. Right after the Summer Sweet 16, there's a little tattoo parlor down Indian School Road. I went down there, and I got shout a little... Shout out to Indian School. That's where I live. Shout out to the tattoo shop, Indian School Road. Shout out to Scrappy, tattoo artist. You got you got the Titan tattooed on your arm. I got the Titan tattooed on my arm, and it says 2023-2024 South Region South. Champs. I said South, South region champs right there, baby. I got it. So, Coach Smith, don't make me regret that tattoo. <laughs> it's there, though. I know you saw it, huh, Reyes? I saw it, dude. I saw everything. Yeah, I got Pop. it. So, just super pumped about Palo Verde. I loved watching them compete and play. I was actually bummed I didn't get to watch them more 
But but yeah, I was super blessed. I got to see him for like two games, I think, or three games or something like that. So I had to watch him pretty much the whole weekend. So it was great for me. So like I said, yeah, that's what I saw, man. I really like what they got going on over there. And let's talk um, about him too before we move on to the next one, just being down to help ref. You know what I'm saying? Like a former small ball kid, Antonio Valencia shows up. And we're like, we need a ref, and he just puts on some ref clothes and just hops in, bro. Like, that was freaking awesome, dude. That's small ball at its best. It's small ball at its best. It was great. It was honestly really good to see him, too. Um, next team, let's go ahead and talk. Since we're on the South, let's talk about Thatcher, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they lost a lot. I, think it fair to, I mean, it's not fair to say it. It is what it is. They lost a lot of things. Right. But they, they have a lot of young kids that can actually hoop. You know what I mean? They're young. They're scrappy. I mean, that what I saw from this weekend was exactly what I envisioned Thatcher. You know, just hard-nosed basketball. I mean, it's so funny because you say that for football, but they're just hard-nosed kids. Hard-nosed they everything. They crash the boards. Yeah, honestly, dude. Awesome. But, like, they absolutely get after it. Um, It was really fun, though, kind of watch them compete and just, like, yeah, just get after it. I think they had some pretty decent card play. Um, they rebound the ball really well. And if you look at all the games, besides our game, they held teams to pretty they, – like, they held Palo Verde to 59 points, they held Cicero to 56, and they held West Wales to 46. Even though they weren't able to generate as much offense, you know what I mean? The in defense some of those games, was still there, yeah. The defense was there, man. And so, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of upside for them. I'm kind of curious to see, like, what missing pieces are they missing from, like, football and stuff like that yeah, just because we all know, you know. yeah. Yeah, they only have six kids. I mean, yeah. we know the feeling too. Right. Um, but like, yeah, I'm just super curious kind of what they have missing and stuff like that. Just because you know how it is with Thatcher when you know Thatcher lives, eats, and breathes like you know football. That's just what that school is and stuff like that. And so basketball comes secondhand for those for that school in general. So I'm pretty sure they're missing some athletes there. But I mean, for the kids that brought up and showed up, man, they showed that Coach Hole has a great defensive mind. And they just fully get after it. And I'm very excited for them in the regular season. Coach Hole's funny, too, to watch how he interacts with He's the a refs. goofball, dude. He, he's funny. Like, one of the refs called something, and he just laughed so loud and sat down. Like, it was just funny, dude. Like, that, that was awesome. A standout he did guard. It, he did that also in Val. He did that in Valley Lutheran, too. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I loved that. It was good. A standout guard for Thatcher. Hey, that what's did... more? You what? What? I'll say, what's more disrespectful, like just getting mad at the rep or just freaking laughing after a call? Oh, I think laughing. I'm a laugher, you know, aside from that one time, which we all know about, but I, I'm a laugher, you know, like it, it's just, it's so bad. Like you just have to laugh because like, bro, what are you looking at? What are you doing? You know, like. Because it makes them want to be like, what are you laughing at? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. But anyways, what were you saying? I've laughed at a ref one time and he said, um, don't laugh at me. <laughs> I just left out of the He said, don't laugh at me. Like, what are we in the playground? I know. So, uh, Thatcher, a uh, standout guard for them is Christian Carter. He's number 32. He's got these bright green highlighter shoes. But he, yeah. he really, he played for he them. He got hurt in one of the games. Yeah, and he played for them last year quite a bit. And he did. He was a good, a good guard for them. I do think what you said is true, that Thatcher is young. They're also missing some players with football and all that, which is evident. If you look at Max Preps, there's some of those kids that weren't there. And I I feel like with those kids, 
I think that Thatcher's going to look a lot different and a lot stronger, you know. But with these younger kids, I mean, I was talking to Coach Hole about it. It's great to bring younger kids to a tournament like that because it gives them opportunities to, to improve their game, you know, and to, like, get reps that they wouldn't normally get if everybody was there. So I thought that was great. And, you know, Thatcher, I think what you said is, is super true and accurate. Their defense was still present. You know, holding teams to pretty good defensive numbers is is really good, and that, that's something that makes sense for them. Yeah, that's something that really stood out for me. So shout out to them for kind of getting it done on the defensive end. Too bad. I know I really wish they would, probably would have came up on top of some of those games. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, they competed really hard. Like I said, they're young, they're energetic, and I think it's – really great experience for those young kids to get experience because like you said, yeah, if those kids were there that they're missing, they probably wouldn't have been able to get that experience. And you know how it is for us. Like we kind of beat ourselves up for some of our kids that we wish we probably would have got them in a little bit earlier to get some of our city experience. I think right. that's really good for them. For sure. Okay. Okay. Next Let's go up, the next let, team. let me throw Let's you one. Cause you threw me that one. Let me throw you one. Throw me one, dude. Throw me a bone. What if I throw you a Baba Kavari? Dude, the freaking Warriors, bro. I I'm gonna be honest uh, with you. One one word. One word. One word that describes them. Bananas. Bananas. I like that. That's good. I was gonna say dog. <laughs> Cody Gavari, dog. I, I'm just saying, bro. Like, you know, you guys all know how much I love Salome in the one A. I may have a what new. What do you want to say, man? What, what have, do you want to say, dude? I may have a new favorite team in the one A, and I think it's Baba Kavari. That's a new favorite team. I, I, I mean, how could they you really, not love them instantly? And they didn't even have probably their best, not probably their best offensive kid. He averages like twenty a game, bro. They didn't even have Dev. They're missing both the Antone brothers, and they're missing one more person. I mean, and, you know, Coach Me shows up. He's not scared about nothing. It don't matter if you're missing, like, three key kids. Let's just roll out. He did not care. And the kids didn't care either, bro. They're just freaking dogs, dude. I love it. I remember I was talking to him before they played and stuff like that. I was like, oh, what's up, Coach? This is nice. I'm doing all right. And I was like, man, we're, well, shoot, you know, we're very excited that you guys were here and stuff like that. We're really excited to watch you guys play and get after it. He said, no, yeah, we're very excited, too. Thank you for the opportunity. Very humble, very nice guy. And I was like, hey, uh, yeah, so we're super excited. He's like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, too. And I was like, hey, I didn't see, like, Anton, like, Devin and them. He's like, oh, yeah, we're, they don't, we don't have him, his brother, and we're missing someone else. And I was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, so this is who we got. And I was like, oh, shoot, like, all right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll do fine. We'll just be able to compete. I'm just really excited for our guys. Our guys are just super excited, kind of just playing for front of you guys and just kind of get after it. And, bro, they got after it. Bro, like that, that's literally an understatement. And I think one of my favorite things of the whole tournament is I'm doing the clock and there's these coaches that are behind me and they were like, who? And I don't think it was coaches. It might've been like parents or something, or maybe, I think it was probably parents, but they were like, who, hey, is, who is this Bobo Quiviri? Who, who is that? I don't even know who that is. And I turned around and I was like, you're about because they're about to play. I was like, you're about to know who they are, and bro, like they just showed out, dude. Like, it's not like they, you know, they, they didn't do anything crazy, you know. And and if you look at their record, you know, as far as wins wise, I, I'm sure Coach Meese would love to come out with some of those. 
But, dude, they just freaking – you want to talk about Palo Verde playing for respect? Dude, those kids, I mean – you talk about Phoenix Christian. You talk about Gilbert Christian. You talk about like those are part Arizona of the, Lutheran. Uh, Arizona Lutheran. You know that was a four point game with ALA. You know that's crazy, bro. If you think about it, like that's crazy. And that game was bro. crazy. And granted, it was ALA's like third game in. It was. Like that. It and was ALA's third. And shout out to them for and shout out for them taking that late game. But dude, still, dude, I know they just it competed, was crazy. Bro. I was like. I know. So uh, my my favorite thing was watching how they competed, how they played. I think a lot of those teams are players who didn't know who they were. I think they know who they are now. And you know, I I, I will blow up Baba Kavari because I think we talk about them being able to compete against the North Valley and all that. I mean, yeah, absolutely, they could. They don't have the size. They don't have the athleticism. I mean, they might have the athleticism actually. But they don't have the size or anything that North Valley and some of these other teams do. But, man, it's not about the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight that's in the dog, you know? like, And that literally sums up Baba Kavari. And two players that really stuck out to me, number one is um, Aiden Joaquin. He's, he's number 21. Uh, he is a kid who ran point guard a lot for them. And, you know, it was funny. I watched a kid from a team, I'm not going to say who, but they p- tried to pick him up in the full court, and you could see in their face, they were just kind of like, all right, like, I'm going to D this kid up. I'm going to take the ball. And he did this little in-and-out cross, you know, like dead, like, hesitation, boom, and just left him in the dust. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, the kid can hoop. Hey, they left a lot of the kids in the dust. I know, dude. They, they can hoop. So he did a great job. He could really shoot the ball. He handled the ball really well for them, made some great passes. And then number 24, Xavier, uh, Xavier Meese. Uh, this is uh, Coach Meese's Coach's son. Kid, baby. I didn't even know that was his son. So it's hey, how, like, hey, how funny was the interaction when you had that that interaction that you had with him was so funny. I know. I was like God, going man. around and I was like, hey, can I get number 24's name? He's oh, it's Xavier. And I was like, what's his last name? And he was like, Meese. I was like, wait, is that your son? He was like, yeah, that's my kid. I was like, bro, it's like a Coach Hill moment, you know, where it's like you didn't even hype him up as being your son. So I think that was super cool. But, I mean, Xavier, dude, is a freaking dog. I mean, the way he attacks the rim is is almost unmatched. I mean, he attacks the rim so aggressive. and it's he, scary. And he can draw fouls. He can shoot the ball from outside. There was a game, I think it was against Lutheran, but he started the game with, like, three red line threes all in a row and, like, just shot him with confidence, you know? I mean, the kid was just hooping and – I will say this, Baba Kavari, and this is no knock to anybody else. Like, and I mean that. This is just more like an uplifting to them. After every single game, they came up to me when I was doing clock. You know how most kids will, I mean, obviously you shake the other players' hands. Maybe you shake the ref's hands. They came up to me and shook my hand for doing the game clock. They're like, hey, thanks for doing the clock. I was like, dang, bro. Like, no, nobody does that. You know what I'm saying? So... I think Coach Meese has kids. They're just built different, dude. They are. He has kids that play super hard. They have great character. And, you know, if you're playing against them, you really don't like them. You know, they got under Phoenix Christian's skin. Oh, you do. You know, and, and like, because they are so scrappy, and and I get that. But but as a fan, you just got to love it, dude. They can just ball. They can hoop. No, they were really fun. A lot of high praise from Gilbert Christian, even Phoenix Christian's coach. Um Coach Myers had a lot of nice things to say about them. A lot of people actually had a, a lot of nice things to say about them, man. A lot of people didn't know about them. They All they knew is that they were the team that lost to North Valley Christian. That's all people knew about them. But, man, 
they're good. And we after we told them to, like, hey, they're missing like three of their best players. They were like, whoa. That's crazy, bro. It's wild. Dude. It's crazy. Like I said, Devin Anton averaged like 20 a game, right? You see that Lutheran game, 60-64, well, they're missing Anton scoring. Right. You see the 28-49 game against Ben Franklin, you're missing the 20, and you're, you're missing the brothers like 11-point scoring and stuff like that. Like, you're missing like 30 points just, on, like, just left out there. Right. And you oh, add right. those like thirty points and stuff like that, it makes it a little bit interesting. Now you look at some of these scores, you're like, hmm, like, okay, I'm kind of curious now, like what actually happened, oh, you for know? Sure. But they're super scrappy, super fun to watch in the transition, man. They really made, they really got some respect from a lot of the teams, and they made a name for themselves, you know. And we're super excited. We hopefully that we see them in future events that we put on. You know what I mean? I think it'd be really great for them just to kind of gain that exposure, and I think it was really huge for them. Oh, absolutely. Okay, give me another team, because um, it's your turn. It's my turn. Let's go. Oh, let's do Glendale Prep. Ooh, Glendale Prep. Okay, I love okay. I love what Coach I Ron like Glendale did. Prep. I, I love Glendale Prep. I love what they got going for them. And I think one of my favorite things is Coach Roundy. You look exactly like one of our players who graduated a few years ago. And so watching you coach that side profile was the crazy. side profile was creepy. Like it was awesome. So that that was awesome. But aside from that, even, you know, Coach Roundy's a great young coach, really doing a lot of the things right with this program. The kids are really well coached. He holds them accountable. I mean, obviously the standout for Glendale Prep. And they're missing, he said probably their best kid. He was a transfer kid. And I don't really know much about him, but uh Coach Roundy did say that they were missing him. And Aside from that, I think they have some good shooting. They have some good, like, players that are good basketball IQ players. The standout for them is Chase Fredrickson, though. He is the potential, and I know you're probably going to want to talk about this, so I won't even touch this, but there was a lot of college coaches out there looking at Chase Fredrickson and just watching his game, and he showed out at times. He's a really good passer. Um, He is tough. He's gotten way better from last year, I feel like. And I think Glendale Prep... Coach Roundy runs really great stuff to get him the ball and more than to just get him the ball, but just use him, right? They do a lot of UCLA cuts using Chase. They do a lot of wing ball screens into seals. They do a lot of dribble handoffs. They do a ton of stuff where they do like this these X cuts where they pass it to him in the high post and they just X cut off of him. Coach Roundy uses Chase really well. Chase can shoot the ball too from the outside, so don't sleep on that. Yeah. So for those of you guys just listening, I think Chase, I think everybody's listing him at like six nine right now or six ten. Yeah. A lot of people are saying. Um I, I don't like know six, how tall he is. I think six nine, six eight. I'm gonna go ahead and say six nine. Let's give him let's give him that six nine. Why yeah. not? So he's a six nine, you know, technically a center. Um he's put on a little bit more weight. He has pretty good footwork in the paint. He can, you know, if you put him within like that 10 to 12 feet range and stuff like that. It's probably going to go win. He can play. He can space the floor with the shooting. He's got a he good can touch. shoot the clip at a high level. Yeah, very good touch. Uh, defensively, he's a nightmare as far as like you know just contesting shots, just kind of disrupting it and stuff like that. He's athletic. Um, yeah, I mean there, there's a lot of upside for this kid. And like you know, shouts out to all. I haven't said this yet, but you know, just I want to shout out to all my buddies that are coaching college and stuff like that for you know pulling up and stuff like that, and you know just giving the small ball a look. And a lot of coaches that I was able to talk to, and you said Saturday when I wasn't there, there's was a little group you said that pulled up and stuff like, like that. Three were watching or four them. just hanging, you know, and they're they're just hanging for hanging hanging for like a couple of hours and stuff like that. So shout out to you guys. 
Um, but the coaches I did talk to and stuff like that, they they were they were liking what they saw from Chase. Um, and a lot of them said like this kid like, and I think me personally too, which a lot of college coaches said for him, his downside is him not being aggressive enough. Like, sure. is, does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. he can be. I think he can be a lot more assertive. Um, I think he can be a problem if he really wanted to be, but I just don't think that's in his nature. You know, I think he just lets the offense kind of come to him as it goes. Right. But I think if there's a chance for him to make any steps for this kind of regular season, for, for them to really give Glendale Prep a push, I think he needs to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I say, Coach, uh, Coach Jack Glendale said that they're missing their best kid, you know, yeah. potentially. Well, it's like, well, Chase should be their best kid. Yeah. yeah. I'm just being flat out honest. And that's just on him. Yeah. What were you going to say, though? Well, and, and with that, I agree with you 100%. I feel like Chase is probably going to hit his stride right around right, right around January, I feel like. I feel like right around January in the season, he's going to be in really good shape, hopefully. Hopefully he's gotten stronger. He's got his confidence going. He's into a rhythm. I mean, they're going to need him in that 2A. But, I mean, think about it. Who else in the 2A has a big like that? Nobody. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, think about just in, well, think about just in, even in a three A, a six nine kid that can shoot it from outside. I mean, you see, a, that's what I'm saying, dude. He's not just like your prototypical big. Like, no, he's a freaking stretch big. You know what, what I mean? And I like his game a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you mean, I don't think he's done growing. That's what's crazy uh, for Chase. I don't think he's done growing, dude. You think he grows a little bit more? I think so. Don't you think or no? You think he's done a six nine? I don't know. I don't know his parents or anything, bro. He went crazy on the court. Can we just talk about that, dude? Yeah, yeah. You see him, and you see all his little like buddies and stuff like that. You know, like Glendale Prep and stuff. But yeah, no, very disciplined team, very well coached. A ton of upside for them moving forward. I think, like I said, I think Chase needs to be a little bit more assertive and become that guy. And obviously, it doesn't just happen. You, you know, just in one game, it's going to take a long. It's going to be a long season for him to kind of process that. But I mean, this kid because he has a great. Yeah. From what the coaches told me, he wants to play college hoops and stuff like that. Obviously, at a great school, academics-wise, too, as well. But, I mean, this kid has a very good potential to play at a higher level mm. than probably what um, – and that's just from what college, some of the college coaches were telling me. They're like, a lot of people probably don't even know about this kid. Like, we just barely found, about, found out about him just because you told us to come through yeah. and stuff like that. So now we're putting him on the radar. But, like, this kid has the potential to be something bigger. And so I think that was really cool to see and hear that from some of my college coaching buddies. So shout out to Glendale Prep. And like I said, I'm very excited for their upside. Like I said, they, they lost – I think they lost every game, but there were some close games to Camp Verde, Heritage Academy of Levine, which we'll get to next. Um, they did play Lutheran and Found Hills. They're just missing – besides Chase, they're just missing something as far as um, – what do you call it? I don't, I don't know. They're just missing like another player. Maybe that's that kid that they're talking about that transfer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do want to give a quick shout-out to okay. Coach Roundy just because I really like his coaching style a lot. He's he's a very – Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like me and him are, are quite similar. Big encourager, very positive with the kids, you know. There was a couple games there. I think it was the first game on Saturday. They did, they played against – I think it was Fountain Hills. And and he was disappointed with oh, the kids. Oh, Heritage. Uh, think about the game when they played against Fountain Hills. And, you know, he was really disappointed um, okay. with their with their effort and stuff. And he calls timeout, holds them accountable. But even if kids are, are missing shots, if they're taking the right shots, he's very encouraging. And and he, he does I, – I love what he does with Chase too. 
He tells him because there was times where Chase was gassed. He's like, hey, I got two minutes, buddy. Just give me two more minutes, and then I'll get I'll get you one. You know, like, just keep working, keep working. You know, like, he just – he seems like a player's coach, which is awesome. You know, like, I, I really love how he works with the kids and, and just the way about him. He has a really nice way about him with the kids. So I just want to give that shout-out. I think that's cool because, you know – there, there's different coaching styles, and I think I think that coaching style I just I really like. So yeah, okay, let's get this one out of the way. Um, let's let's talk about Camp Verde, okay, <laughs> for a second. Now, for all you guys listening, we want you guys to know, go th- Cowboys. Th- this has been one of the weirdest things for us to navigate since doing the podcast, because when we started the podcast, you know, we had a team that was very competitive, and you know, our strategy was to never talk about them because. We didn't want it to seem like we were doing this just to to build ourselves just to build ourselves up because that anybody who knows us, anybody who's listened to the podcast, you know that's not what we're trying to do at all. We never talked about those kids, and they used to get mad at us because they'd be like, "Why don't People, you say Why don't you say anything about us?" And I'm like, "Cause it's like weird. It's us. So like, what am I going to even yeah. say?" We we had kind of a roller coaster of a weekend within our our basketball program. You know, day one. A roller coaster of summer, dude. Yeah, of a summer, but but we pulled up with five kids on Friday, and then on um, Saturday we pulled up with uh, we pulled up with six kids, six. but but really it was Two we had graders. we had four four varsity kids, and then we had a seventh grader, and then we had an eighth grader. So I mean, like perspective, like. Our kids played really great and hard there. It was disappointing for us because a lot of our varsity kids just didn't show up. So that that was a really difficult thing for us. But our kids who were there who just balled out and played their freaking hearts out, they were like, if you don't talk about us, we're going to be so pissed off. So I want everybody that's listening to this to know this. The only reason I'm talking about this is because I know these kids will just rip me apart if I don't say this. But I just want to say, I know they'll beat me up, but you know, Christian Santabria, dog, Jimmy Buckets, dog, 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 Caleb Bahi, dog, dog, Jujo Perez, dog, dog, Jordan Williams, dog, dog, right? I'll even throw in Alex, dog, and talent, dog, dog, right? Like, dog, like these kids just they, they were really. You know, it was hard because especially Saturday, we had three games that we had to play, and we were trying to find somebody who could cover that third game because we just didn't have the bodies for it. But they were like, hey, we got this. Like, we can play against it. So um, just, just the kids played really great, man, and, and they just played kind of like how we're talking about Babo, you know, with that dog mentality. We're talking about Palo Verde playing for respect. That was kind of the mentality that, that a lot of those kids had. Uh, you know, we could, like, literally go down the list and talk about each of these kids. Um I don't know, Reyes. I'm going to pick one. You can talk about one, too, okay? But I just I want to okay. shout out uh, uh, Christian Santabria. Uh, this kid I think is – I'm going to do that one. Yeah, I figured you would. Um, but, but Christian Santabria, man, uh, this kid, the way he attacks the rim and is, is figuring out how to finish in traffic is really, really positive for him. So just he had a great weekend in that and also just defensively, motor-wise, just, just really mentality-wise, man. Uh, I'm not going to get emotional, but the growth of this kid from freshman year to now him coming up into being a senior has been one of my favorite parts of coaching, honestly. Like, he has just been awesome to watch, and and he took some awesome steps this weekend, also took some awesome steps with his shooting as well. So, love to see him attack the rim, hit some big-time shots. I, I might give him a nickname, Game Time, but I don't know if I'm going to do that yet. 
but but you know he just he showed up a lot of the things you're absolutely right he showed up he was a leader and he was game time dude like he just played tough man so he did really good he was just ready he played at a high level that weekend so i can say it was really great for him a lot of coaches were talking about him just from the small ball as well um quick shout out to caleb bahi i that's not the kid i'm gonna talk about because i have another kid i want to talk about but um quick shout out to caleb bahi man like i said he's big body can he shot the ball very well this past weekend he was kind of coming into his own as well he kind of was being a little bit more aggressive because he had to be right just because we're down bodies and stuff like that and so he had to be mentally tough about that so the grit really showed for him and so i was very pleased with his performance over this past weekend um he was also another key piece for us let's let's talk about jimmy buckets for a second okay this rising sophomore is just a shot maker bro like he just rising sophomore (laughs) he's just a shot maker dude and and he does a really good job with stuff so he yeah. made some crazy shots dude. and shout out to the judo real quick just for grabbing crazy boards dude the kid's like 510 or something like that 59 and he's just rebounding over like six four six five kids yeah and his dog and up your best player so it was really fun to see judo is like you know, we talk about like dogs on a team. He's the dog that ate the dog. Like he's a dog, dog dude. Like he's crazy. He's a big. He's the bigger and his dog. His shot dude. has been coming along really well too, which has been fun. So yeah. Anyways, it's so it a great that. weekend job, for Cameron. those kids, and like those kids played so hard, and and just huge shout out to them. So there you go. That's probably the most we've ever talked about our kids on the that podcast. A lot, dude. But that's How? okay. You know, I, I know that if I don't mention them, they're gonna freaking kill me. So there you go. It's all They're genuine. literally gonna hang Lou on the Cam Verde court. They're just gonna put him on the backboard. <laughs> the lasso. Okay, I think we're coming down to the wire here. I think we got what three, three teams left. Let's hit Heritage Academy. Okay, let's do it. So this team was kind of a shocker for both of us, to say the least. Heritage uh, we is really didn't no know- joke, bro. And we didn't really know what to expect. Obviously, we watched them a little bit last season. Um, they had a lot of ups and downs. They were just a game away from hitting the playoffs. They finished at the 25 spot. And like I said, so we were kind of curious what they were going to bring. The coach was very excited. And so when we see them in the gym, they have some very good athletes. And I think one, not one word, like Charles Barkley, I got one word for you, or three words for you guys. And he says like 10 words or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, but one thing I got to say is like, man, their guard play is second to none. They can hang with some of the best guards in small ball. And it was really fun to watch, honestly. Um, just watch them break down the defense, hit some big shots. Um, they competed very well with a lot of the teams. So that was really good for me to see um, personally. Um, I don't know what you want to say about them before we kind of move. Yeah, you know, really shifty athletes. I'm going to make a bold statement, which I don't think is that bold, but they're for sure going to be a playoff team this year. They return yeah, all five of their be. starters. They return a couple of really key bench players too. Like they got everybody back. The kids seem to play with like so, some edge, you know, like they want to do better this year. You got Martinez, you got Irby, you got Sifo, you got Garcia. Like those are all players that could potentially be a starter on any team. You know, like they're really, really high level players. And, you know, I think Heritage, we're going to see them upset some teams. They could make some noise even in their region, you know. They're in that region with Trivium and with uh, with ALA and all that. 
I could see Heritage making some noise in that region and, and you know, challenging some things. I'm just telling you, Heritage is going to surprise some people. You know, they, they got some really good things hooking in over there. I think the biggest thing for them that they probably need to work on consistency-wise is just kind of their shooting, you know. Um, yeah. And just it was kind of streaky. When they were on, it was awesome, you know. But in order for them to compete with some of those players and teams in that region, they're going to need to – and if they want to actually make a big, big run in the playoffs – they're really going to need to to have that be more consistent, you know. So, uh, yeah, but I, mean, I, I love Heritage, you know. If we're being completely honest, and I'm being completely honest, they were probably, like, I thought they were way better than I thought they were going to be. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I told you. They turned some heads. They turned my head. Um, like I said, I didn't really know what to expect, but after this weekend, I was like, okay, like, yeah, they got some things going on. They're going to be a playoff team. I'm kind of curious on what, they're going to do in the regular season, who they're going to knock off and stuff like that. But, man, they have the potential to be to really make some noise for themselves. Um, like I said, they saw some really great teams, and so I think that was really good for them to see and really compete well. Uh, yeah, they finished 2-2 two and two overall, losing the Arizona Lutheran and then Fallon Hills. And I think that kind of perfect way to kind of just like hit our next team, which is Fallon Hills. Because, mm. dude, I know we can say one thing about Coach Bonner, but I think it's just the high-level coaching. Yeah. Can I make like, like a, can I say something crazy, bro? Say something crazy. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think Coach Bono's going to be there for very much longer. You think he's going to big school, huh? Don't do uh, that. I'm talking. He's a college coach, talking? I feel like, bro. Oh, for sure. Dude, I mean, so yeah, and he he may be. I get it. Like he he went to Fountain Hills, so you know, like there's there's that whole connection. You know, like I'm teaching at my alma mater. Like I'll be that. listening to this, and he just shuts us up and tells us we're stupid. But no, I think you're absolutely right, man. I think yeah, yeah, no, what no, he's and, doing. And with that, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I don't want to see him leave the small ball. You know, but I just feel like he's. We'll that. Just have, let's just have, let's just let's just have every coach sign a contract and never leave. Yeah. Like so, just sign everything over to us. Just, just sign it to us. Any yeah. reason though? I just I feel like you know, Coach Bonner. You watch Fountain Hills walk in, and they just they don't, don't look like nothing. Let's they, just call it. They look like they shouldn't be able to compete, but their team defense. We we say this so much, so I don't. I really don't want to beat a dead horse. You know, I don't want to shoot a falcon out of the air. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there's hey, a. Nice. Call. I know you like that, um, but there, there's really, honestly, I don't think anybody coaches better than Coach Bonner as far as team defense and confidence with his kids and how he finds ways for them to compete every single year, no matter who they lose, you know. So, I mean, they were right there with Gilbert Christian. Gilbert Christian pulls away at the end, and, and they had just great competitive games. They were there competitive with ALA. ALA pulls away at the end, but I just – I'm so impressed with Fountain Hills, and they are still going to be a force to be reckoned with in the 3A because I think they were also missing some kids too. But I mean, yeah, they, they were missing some kids, but, but they're for sure. And some kids had just barely got off injury. Yeah, some kids are barely coming off injury, bro. And so shout out to them for just competing. Yeah, he. It's crazy. It's not crazy, you know what I mean? Because he's been doing this. So it's not really crazy to say right. that, but he gets his kids playing at a very high level, very confident. They shoot the ball at a high clip. Um, Shouts out to Key and Ort, man. That kid's a baller, man. He can go. He can still go. I mean, he just he he can just flat out play and hoop. And sometimes, dude, when he drives, it's kind of scary because he just like flails his body, dude. Like he's really gonna hurt himself, I think. And he needs to just chill out sometime. Like, oh my god, just be careful, be careful, be careful. Because you know what I mean, though. Because yeah, he just like you. throws his butt. 
he just sacrificed his body. But no, yeah, I'm very excited for Sound Hills. I still think they're a top 15, even top 10 team in the 3A. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious what, with the missing pieces. I mean, I think we kind of already know what they're going to do and what they're going to bring, man. Just high-level coaching for him. So, shout out to him. I know it's more about him than anybody else. But, yeah, <laughs> like Bound Hill. I just feel like, you know, uh, they I are... I only the crazy statement, though, dude. Like, he could yeah. definitely join a staff or even take over a program, even here for, like, Juco, Arizona, or any, or wherever the case is. I mean, right. so he plays basketball high-level over at West Texas, which, you know, that's pretty good conference, D2 conference over there and stuff. Yeah. I just, and everybody says back then, dude, because a lot of the small, a lot of the small ball coaches said they coached or coached against him when he used to play. And everybody says, dude, dude was, dude was for real, I guess. So, well, I I think we're I don't remember who we we're talking to, but they said, man, that guy used to give me fits when he was a player. Now he's giving me fits as a coach. You know, <laughs> like just really funny, man. So, oh, I know we know who that is. Okay. We got two teams left. We're going to leave Phoenix Christian for the end because they're the host team, you know. Um, Let's go to ALA West Foothills. Is that everybody besides them? Yeah, it's everybody. Wow. Let's talk about West Foothills, man. So I think when I talk about West Foothills, and I think we're going to say the same thing as Dayton Foster. Dayton Foster. Just a flat flat out just hooper and stuff like that, man, and – he really gets after it. You can tell he's very passionate about the game. And I think some people can kind of look at his demeanor sometimes on the court when he's talking to his players as like, I don't know how you, how some people probably can interpret it. Yeah. But the way I look at it, man, he just wants his kids to play. He wants his players to play at a high level. Like he wants right. them to kind of match his styles. energy and stuff like that. Just, well, not even just the different coaches. I'm talking about Dayton Foster talking to his teammates. Right, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think he just wants them to match his energy and play at that high level. Like he, like he knows they can and stuff like that. Um, he's just a matchup nightmare, dude. He is so tough to guard. Even the full court, you try to just kind of play him on an island, you just can't do it. I mean, he'll either draw a foul on you, he'll hit that tight midi that he got going on right now. Um, yeah. No, yeah, ALA West Wales, there was very fun to watch this weekend. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, they went 2-2 two and two overall. And they played some very good teams, so that was really fun to see. And, I mean, we talk a lot about Dayton Foster, which is, is fair. You know, I think he's the most talented kid. Hey, really quick, how much would you love to see uh, Dayton Foster and Kamari Stanbury go head-to-head? Oh, that is so fun. They're cut we from the same cloth. They're cut from the same cloth, though. You know what I'm saying? Like Literally. So, uh, and I think, and it, it's it's kind of an unfair comparison. Dayton Foster is going to be a senior. You know, so so he's a little bit further along in his game, and his game is more developed. But when you talk about dog mentality, defense, steals, like they're cut of the same cloth with their motor. Let's also talk about this kid too, though, from ALA West Foothills, Trevon Howard. Okay, uh, this kid, remember, he's the kid who just shoots the ball like he's a, he's their shooter, and they run that out of bounds play where they've probably made. That oh, is that that's the coach's kid, right? I, I think so. I, I'm not sure. But. Yeah, I think it's the coach's. I think it's the coach's kid. But they, dude, they I literally. Asked, I caught them up. Sorry. No, no, go I'm ahead. So sorry, don't be, don't beat me up, I'm so Sorry. No, go ahead. You know, it's no, different with that. this with this uh, with this virtual thing. You know, we're not in person. I know. So it's a different dude, vibe. It's a different vibe, dude. I'm just trying to try when I can, bro. It's like you're just kicking me out. This is my last day on there. It's so my follow podcast. I lose kill, uh, cutting my contract at ESPN. Um, no, I was literally just going to say, just because I remember I talked to ALA what's what after. I was like, man, like, 
the guy's a shooter, man. He just shoots the ball at a high clip, dude. It's so fun to watch him play. So like, yeah, it's my boy, this and that. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes – he's just going crazy, dude. He can just – yeah, he's, a, he's nasty stuff. Yeah, and and I think with that he can shoot the ball like crazy. He can finish at the rim. He can you know in a zone he can play in the middle and he can hit those little mid range shots. He's got a really nice touch. I really like him. I pick them as second place in their region, um, uh, right behind you. The Uma Catholic. Yeah, Uma Catholic. It's them, and then I think it's Parker. Now, Parker would have some things to say about that because you know Parker better have some things to say about that because ALA was foothills. We almost got them to come. Gosh dang it! I'm just telling y'all. Parker's coming, and they're very they're very confident. So I, I'm just gonna leave that right there. But I still would pick ALA West Foothills to be the number two in that region. So they're for sure gonna be a playoff team. And uh, again, and I'm just excited to see their growth. You know, so really cool. Really hey, we kids. just need a host. We just need to host something up north. Get Parker West Foothills. Get Cole. Like, you get like two teams from each region. Like the two, like the, kind of like the top dogs or middle of the pack kind of deal, and just have them just go at it. That'd be fun, that'd, dude. That'd be so. That'd be super fun. Okay. Okay, so last, last but, but not, not least, least, the Cougar. Phoenix Christian. Okay. Let's, hear, let's hear your Cougar roar. Let's hear, let's hear your Cougar roar. Nah, I don't got it in me right now, bro. I no, let's it. see it, bro. No, what? Now you're shy, dude, just because we're virtual now, dude? You freaking weirdo. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I got, bro. What the kind of face was that, dude? I don't scary. know. I'm trying to, you know, whenever I chase the kids, they know it gets real when I go... <laughs> You know, that's how I picture like a cougar. You know what I mean? So the kids know when I do that, they just drop whatever they have, they start running because they know if I catch them, it's going down. So let me let me just talk about this, man. You know, there's a lot that we could talk about with Phoenix Christian. They have a lot of kids. They're deep. They are extremely athletic. I just want to talk about Tommy Randolph, bro. I mean, we we had this discussion. Talk about him. We had this discussion. Hey, Super quick. Do you think the other players get tired of you of us talking about him, like his teammate? I mean, maybe. I mean, it's not like we don't talk about the others. I mean, you know, I'm gonna talk about Bryce here in a second too because he can shoot the lights out. You know, and hey, oh my god, hey, that's a that's a part of his game that I know, I didn't know he had. I, oh really? I you didn't consistent. know that? Well, I knew he could space the floor, but not that consistently. Yeah, like, so, honestly, because he he shot the dude. He was. Lights out, just about, dude. So it was. Funny. Like, I wonder what his three point percentage was. Dude. It was really, was really nice. It's not bad, and it was funny when we were playing against them. It was the last minute, and I was like saying, "Hey, don't let him shoot." And I was pointing at Bryce. He shoots it. Well, and he runs by me, and he was like, he was laughing, but he was like, "I can't shoot," and I was like, "Shut up! I know you can shoot. Like I watch you. Bro, guys, you literally, I he literally li- have he watched li- you guys play for like four years. You know, like, anyways." Uh, it's been like three because, you know, that's when they were in. But but regardless, um, I mean, yeah, Bryce Anderson. We could talk about everybody else and talk about Bryce if you want. But, yeah, Bryce Anderson, man, like he is much more than just a highlight real dunker. Uh, you know, when he plays with his, like, 100% effort, I mean, defensively, being active, I mean, he's crazy. He's one of the best, you know. He can shoot the ball really good. He's super versatile. He can take you off the bounce. He can take you in transition. I mean, if you give that kid any space in transition, it's on your head, bro. Like you're gonna, you're gonna be a highlight reel, absolutely. And no, I like his game, but I think there's something that you said really like perfectly. And I think Coach Streisick and a lot of other people I think notice that too when he plays hundred percent, like when he gives yeah. full effort. Yeah. 
that's the difference maker with him. Because I'm just going to call it what it is. And I don't think it's any disrespect, but it, it's like a light switch. You know, I think like sometimes yeah. he turns it on, turns it off. Yeah. If he can just play like that, like all the time, dude, dude, I mean, he can be, I mean, he's a stellar athlete already. I know. I know. And he'd be ridiculous. I, he would just be, it would be stupid, right? And like, I'm not, I'm, maybe we're saying this as motivation for him. I'm pretty sure he hears it all the time. Hopefully he does. But like, yeah, I mean, I just wish if he gave full four effort 100% of the time, every game, dude, he would just be a standout player. He would stand alone, literally. Maybe him and Tommy just on an island by themselves. Yeah, it's crazy. It's well, just like a wave, though, you know? When we talk about him, we got to talk about also Malachi, bro. Dude. Hey, my gosh. Dude, what the heck, bro? Like, he did some things. Hey, talk about bounce. Dude, it's crazy. In transition, there was a play where Bryce threw him a lob from, like, the three-point line. He caught it and reversed two-hand, like, double pump dunked it. I'm like, bro, where are we right now? This is crazy, dude. So, like, for Phoenix, Christian, the athleticism is through the roof. You know, they've got, I mean, man, they've got some of the best athletes in small ball, maybe in the state. I mean, like, they're, they're just ridiculous, bro. I will say, though, that Tommy Randolph is, he's just another level. You know, you have all those guys. He really is. And, and, and he, they're great. No, he, like, and he showed that. He, he really did. And all those guys, like, you know, this is not any type of disrespect. Like, all those guys are, are great players and they're super essential to the team. But Tommy Randolph. And they're I mean, high level. High level. We had this conversation. Tommy Randolph is the most exciting player in Arizona small ball. Like, and, and I, you had some some rebuttal to that that you could make arguments for, but I mean, when this kid, when Tommy decides that he wants when, to, take when when push ball, comes to shove, bro, that's a per, when push comes to shove, it's it's tea time, it's Tommy time. You know what I mean? He, like he he's a grown, he's a grown man, dude. Yeah, like what he displayed this weekend, and from what we've seen just throughout the season, obviously has been great. But just watching him, just kind of get after. I mean, dude, he's just another level. You're absolutely right, dude. Like. I'm so I'm almost I'm like almost on board with him being the most exciting player. And he just kind of goes both ways. I mean, how can you not say that, right? But then I, I mentioned a couple other kids that we're not going to talk about because like it's about you know it's tea time, right? It's Tommy's Randolph segment right here no, and no, stuff. No, no, no. Who who else you got? Me? I don't know, dude. I don't know anymore, dude. I don't want to talk about it. Come on, who who, who challenges who, him for the most exciting player in Arizona Small World? Who challenges him? Yeah. Like who? Who could you make an argument for that's more exciting to watch than him? Well, at first, before he left, we did say me and you both agreed with probably Elijah, but then he left, so he's out of the picture. Sure. And then I did mention Luke Shaw, dude, just because a lot of people do talk about him a lot. Right, right. It's like it's super weird, right? It's like it's like a river or like a I don't even know, dude. It's just like Tommy's on like one side and like Luke Shaw just kind of there and stuff like that, but um. They're both going into their senior year. I mean, it's very exciting. Hopefully, we can both get them out for the ASPP um, showcase. Mm-hmm. Who's more you know, exciting to watch, though? I mean, pick your poison, right? I like Luke Shaw just scoring ability. Right. I like like for me personally, it's just fun to watch. So, but like, then okay, who would you say is the better scorer? You have to. Oh, Luke Shaw. Right, on, right. That's an easy one. And that's right? not that's disrespect. Just, that, no, 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 that's not that's disrespect at all. One. Like, I agree with you. I was glad you said that, right? So, Luke Shaw is the better scorer. I, I, 
But who's more exciting to watch, you know? I mean, come on, bro. I guess, I guess people would get out of their seat to watch Tommy Randall just throw someone. I mean, dude, he dumb. He did it the way he put I'm not going to mention what team it was, but, dude, he put someone on a body bag. Dude, the kid, like, bent over. It was bad. It was, it was great, dude. And it was it funny. It was pretty scary hours, dude. It, <laughs> this is so funny. So that dunk that you're talking about, I'm sitting doing the scores table, and we're watching Phoenix Christian play. And, you know, some of my players are oh, right there. This one. And we played Phoenix Christian the the morning, the next morning. And, you know, I was just messing around with the kids. But they were like, so, like, you know, what's the plan against Phoenix Christian tomorrow? And I was like, guys, hey, I'm going to be honest. They're not even that good. And literally, and I was just kidding. But right after I said that, Tommy Randolph rises up and just leans and dunks on this guy. <laughs> and I, like, stood up was like, hey! And they were like, we play them tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, but you know, I, I told him, I was like, "I'm just kidding." Yeah, they're really good. Um, but yeah, hey, no, what's man. funnier the fact? I, I'm what's just, funnier I, I just, that? I, I just, I, well, I hold on. I just want to say this. Um, <laughs> you know, Tommy Randolph, in my mind, is the most exciting player in Arizona small ball, and you can make some arguments for some other kids. But you know, we might have to start. You know, I don't know what if he has any nicknames or anything. We might have to start calling him the Crime Stopper. You know, because crime drops. The crime stuff. Because oh. crime drops in the Phoenix area because people come out to watch him. I'm just saying, dude, like it's crazy. Dude, he has a whole he has a whole neighborhood coming out for it. It's so fun. It's so cool. The community that you know they come out to show love for Phoenix Christian. You know what I mean? They're a small school beating big schools. You know what I mean? They're really putting yeah. on and they're really making a name for themselves. And they say, and you, I we did mention this, but you're absolutely right. Tommy can shoot the ball. Not he can shoot the ball. Will, he can shoot the ball. Yeah, I'll just say that. Yeah, he can shoot the ball. So that. you know, uh, you, you know, a lot of your college buddies were there watching, and he started doing some things, and they just continuously kept looking at each other, like, you know, like, do you see that? You see that? Like, he can just he can hoop. Well, it's funny because, like, remember we told we were talking about section seven stuff. A lot of people said the same thing as far as like this kid's super athletic, yada yada yada, but can he shoot the ball at a college level? Right. And I think what he showed this weekend, even at Section 7, like he has the ability to do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, if need be. He's just a grown man. He's able to get the, to the rim at will. I think that's yeah. the issue. It's not really an issue. It's just that's just kind of what it is. But but here's what I'm saying, bro. Like, And, we, and we had this conversation, Brian Colodoso. We, we can kind of open this up right now, right? <laughs> like, if you're a guard and you are like six foot, and I think Fred Van Vliet just released something talking about this. But if you want to oh, play, did you see? It was so perfect. It was so perfect. But if you want to play at a high level and you can't make open shots, you're going to have a really hard time. Tommy Randolph can hit open yep. shots. He can hit contested shots. Now, can he run off of screens and be like a like a Ray Allen type shooter? He's not that right. But the the beautiful thing about Tommy Randolph is he can shoot well enough. To, to be a spot-up shooter, to hit a contested shot off the bounce or something like that, to, to keep a defense honest and to stretch the defense. He can shoot more than well enough for that. But the other side of the piece is if you're not like a, a knockdown whatever shooter like running off screens, you better be crazy athletic, right? You better have like a really high motor. You better do some other things really, really well that warrant you being on the court. And he has all those things. You fill in the blank, bro. He's got it all. So I, you know, any college coaches who take a look at Tommy Randolph 
and they're like, eh, I don't know. You're crazy. I'm just saying you're crazy because the kid can hoop, he can play, and and the motor that he plays with is so much better than than most. You know what I mean? Like you talk about like standout guards. I mean, he's the standout guard at the showcase or at at the Summer Sweet Sixteen. Oh, by far, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're a college coach and you're not taking a real shot at him, because we talked to Coach Dreisick a little bit, and we talked a little bit to other people. It sounds like he has, like, no real offers yet, which is insane to me. A, a ton of interest from a he lot of big schools and stuff like that. Oh, did he really? Shout out to him. That's awesome. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, though? Like, there needs to be more on that kid. Right. No, I, 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 I just crazy how there's not. I agree with you. Yeah, the school that he got an offer from is from I sent you this the other day and and you didn't respond huh. you, you I don't think you got what I was sending to you. I didn't know what I'm, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but maybe you can tell me what like association this is a part of or what. Um, I'll tell you right now, dude. But okay, here we go. I I just found it right here cuz I just want to make sure I said it. Um it was Cal State Dominguez Hills. Hey, that's a D2, a solid D2. out. Yeah, that's a very good. It, it says it's the CCAA. What is that? That's just the Division Two conference in California. They're oh, a very yeah. high-level team. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Dude, shout out to him, man. The thing with that school, it, it's a very uh, – the, the thing with the Division Two in California or just California in general – it's so tough for a lot of out-of-state kids to go there just because how expensive it is. Right. So I'm assuming he got a full ride. Um, and especially with his grade and stuff, he probably has, like, academic scholarship and stuff. Um, yeah, that's a really good school. That's, that's awesome. Shouts out to him, dude. Yeah. That's super cool. So You said Cal State Dominguez Hills? Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. So, you know, we, we, talk, we wanted to, to make sure that we talked about every single team that came to the ASBP Summer Sweet 16. It was an awesome event. Teams showed out. Coaches showed out. It was really, really good stuff. And, Reyes, I don't know if there's anything else you want to say before we get out of here, but this is the season finale, bro. Like, we have put out over 80 episodes this season, and this is the last one before we take a break for a couple months, bro. How, how do you feel about that? It feels crazy, you know. It's kind of it's kind of weird to think. It's, yeah, it's kind of, it's really weird to think. You know what I mean? You know, year three technically, year four, year three, yeah, yeah. year three in the books, bro. We were able to put on two great events. Um, there we've obviously we've been talking. Nothing's official yet, so stay tuned. Just follow the page and stuff like that. But we've been talking about doing something to show some show the north some love. Yeah. Just because a lot of the teams that came to our ASCP Sweet Sixteen were all from the south. Right. which was great, which was awesome. But now we want to, we're talking about maybe do something for the North and stuff. So just stay, stay posted for that. But if, if we do not do any more events and we just kind of hold up until then, like I said, like, thank you guys all for, you know, just tuning in, listening, you know, building the platform, just getting the awareness for promoting small ball. Cause it is small ball overall, dude. We're the it freaking is. army. dude. We, we're here to take over, dude. We're not here to take part. We're here to take over freaking Conor McGregor. Um, <laughs> no it's great dude so i mean a lot of great things to come not even just if we do something in the fall but just what we got planned and what we have in store and what we're planning for this coming season dude it's gonna be another level i truly believe that dude i think yeah. what me and jeff have been talking about bro it's gonna be super fun this season and 
Yeah, man. I don't know. You got anything else you want to say? Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to say this, man. Like, I feel like we say this, like, kind of scattered every episode, but I want to make sure that I say this. A huge shout-out to all of your guys' support. You know, Reyes, you remember it was over three years ago, but you sent me that logo, and we sat in my room and recorded our first podcast about the playoffs. Remember? And I do. And it was like, hey, like, just make a Twitter page and then just post it, and, like, let's just tag a bunch of the small ball people, and, like, hopefully, like, like things will catch on, you know? But we really recorded that episode, and we really didn't think much of it. And to now be, you know, a little over, I mean, really, it's four years down the road. But to be four years down the road and to see how much it's grown, you know, and just to see the showcase and bringing kids from all over Arizona to come play and compete and and doing the Sweet 16 and, and having all of these teams come from all over Arizona to compete, like, and giving teams like Bobo a platform, you know, like where people can know more about them and about their kids and like just how much it's grown, dude, I would have never imagined, you know, like it's just, it's really, really cool. And I'm just, I'm forever thankful, man. This has just been like the coolest thing. And like, yeah, dude, it's, it's awesome. So. No, it's been, it, it's been really sweet, dude. Um, if you guys, I thought this is like our last, like ever doing this and stuff like that. It's just great. I mean, it's, and it's not like so we're still gonna be putting out so much more content than you guys probably know and think of, but it, it's just yeah, it's just kind of created from where we were to where we are now, yeah. and how the small ball. It's like we haven't even tapped into like everybody though. That's what's crazy. I know, I know. And so like, and so I guess what we're trying to say is this: like, if you know other coaches in your region, if you have their contacts, if you just know them personally, whatever the case is, like Tango Verde, dude, we met him at Section Seven, put him on game. Like, if you know other teams that probably don't listen, dude, you need to put them on just because, like, we want to show them love just because one of the first episodes we come back to, um, we're not going to mention anything, but we have something in store that what we want to do for everybody, right? And so, I mean, yeah, if we can get the more the more eyes, the more listeners that we get, not only does it help us, but it helps you guys, just put you guys on the map. And like I said, like, we delivered, dude. We said we were going to put on a quality event. Everybody said it was a quality event. We said there was going to be college coaches there. College coaches pulled up and showed. And I gave a real shot to some kids that were really going to follow them throughout the season and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I mean? We're giving kids a platform. We're giving these teams a platform. We're gaining them exposure. And at the end of the day, dude, people are more people are knowing about small ball than ever. You know what I mean? And it's awesome to see. I love it, dude. And I'm so pumped to be a part of it because I really love Arizona small ball, man. We, we say this a lot, but we are Arizona, not high school fanatics. We are Arizona small ball fanatics, man. We love it. We live. We breathe it, and it's just it's perfect, man. So for hey, all, how funny was it when? We, go ahead. How funny that's super. How funny is it when kids are walking by us and all small ball overall? It's the best, dude, because it is small ball overall, man. It's it's freaking awesome. So it's cool, dude. If you're not on the wave, get on the wave. But most of you guys have been on the wave all season long, so we want you to know that we appreciate you. We got love for you guys, and we're gonna be gone for about. Three months now, so we won't be back until October. But when we come back, we're coming back with the bang. So thank you guys for tuning in. This is Arizona Small Ball out.